Hello, hi, my listeners. How are you today? I hope that your week went well, and you are all rested, and you're all ready for another episode of our podcast today. And those of you who have been following our spiritual warfare series, well done. You have already done two of those. We have more to do in the series to help to train us into disciplined, efficient prayer warriors of God. But today we are going to take a break from the spiritual warfare series because there is something that I want to share with you. I don't know how many of you have heard of this vision that I shared before, part one of this vision, of a tsunami that is going to impact and change our world. That was a tremendous vision that made a great impact on me. I received it around 2020, but I only released the first part of it in 2021. Now we're in 2022 and I feel that it is the right time for me to share with you part two of that vision, that tsunami vision. In part one, I explained to you how I saw it, the setup. I want to share with you exactly what happened the moment when I saw the tsunami hit our world. I have also written an article about it, so it may help you to read the article. And in our podcast, I want to talk a little bit more about the symbolism and the interpretation of that vision, what it means. So just to set the context and the story straight, when I talk about the tsunami in a vision that God showed me, I do not think that he means a physical or a literal tsunami. That's usually not the way that we interpret the spiritual things of God. Sometimes he can show about physical things that are happening, but most of the time, because God is a spiritual being, he's talking about spiritual things. So the tsunami that I saw is not a physical, literal tsunami like a natural disaster, but it is a spiritual tsunami, a spiritual disaster. So part two starts when the judgment that God has been holding back finally breaks and the large volume of water that I saw accumulated overhead in the sky above us broke and the largest volume of water that I ever saw came down like a flood, like a tsunami coming from the sky, flowing down the mountains of God towards mankind, towards the world. In this context, we have the Christian and his family, a little Christian family being safeguarded in the tall and the strong tower, a fortress of God. When the water finally 
was weighty enough with the sins of mankind and the gross injustices and the wicked things that has been accumulating for decades, and it finally broke. I could see the tsunami coming, rushing down from afar, but even before it reached the space where the Christian family was at, the first thing you saw was not water, but you heard the water. I didn't know that you would actually hear water before it arrived. But in that vision, I heard just the greatest, loudest sound of water, a tremendous volume of water rushing down at top speed, gushing down the sides of the mountain, hitting the sides of the mountain, the velocity and the volume and the weight and the speed, just creating this roar, like the roar of a waterfall. But only this time the waterfall was all around us because the water came from the sky. Then I would describe the different reactions of the different members of the Christian's family. And I believe that the reactions of them symbolizes the reactions of different groups and categories of people on earth when this situation happens. When this spiritual tsunami struck, the old man or the grandfather represented the group of decent unbelievers who are logical, educated, they have worked hard all their lives, they have good many years of life experiences under them, and they are an asset to society, to their families, and to the world. They have lived life the best that they knew how, and they took pride in their logical thinking, in their analytical abilities. And they do not believe in God because they think that God is like a religion. It's for needy people or for people's emotions and it's not logical and it's not scientific. And when something so supernatural and so great like defies thinking, and it confronts them in an instant. It's so fast that they do not have time to think. And there's no way that they can explain this phenomenal of the great shock that is happening. And in that moment, this group of people, they realize in that instant, almost too late, for then they are staring deaf in the eye, that there is something, a greater power than them a greater supernatural being like God in the world that explains what happens after death and explains that the story doesn't end with man's physical death. So in that instant, you can see the grandfather, the old man, he was just staring into the face of the tsunami in shock and in awe. Next, the description of the grandmother and the Christian's brother, they are both unbelievers as well. That's very interesting too. For unbelievers, when in the day of calamity, 
they naturally think of their loved ones, the ones that they love the most. But they are helpless, and it's beyond their ability to help their loved ones when natural disasters or calamity strikes. The Christian has been praying for the salvation of his unsaved family members for a long time. Perhaps you have a similar experience as him. Perhaps you have been praying for some family members to know God for a long time, but somehow even today you do not see any outward change of heart in them, and many times you may feel disappointed, you may feel tired or dejected of all the hours that you have spent. Interceding for them and praying for their souls to be saved. But I want to encourage you, as you can see from the vision. Even though nothing outwardly changed, but you didn't know that all your prayers it has landed in the spiritual realm. It has hit something, and there is a consequence of your praying and an outcome. For when disaster or calamity or even an accident strikes, who knows that it is because of your prayer, because of you faithfully praying for your loved ones, even without any visible results, that your loved ones escape with their life in the day of calamity. Because God has heard your prayers. And God takes into account your prayers for your unsaved loved ones, and God will honor your prayers, even if they are not saved immediately. But He will preserve their life, and He will snatch them from the jaws of death should any bad thing threaten them or confront them suddenly. So I want to encourage you. Not to give up, if you are praying for the salvation of certain loved ones. I do not know whether will they choose God in the end, because it is still up to their own self will and determination. But I want to let you know that for sure, for sure, your prayers are not wasted. Depending on what they choose. But God will be gracious to them, and God will give them more leeway, or more chances, or more time, or more opportunities to get to choose Him. Next, you notice that in the vision, the Christian family they did try to warn the others, because they were in that high place, they could see far. And they could see the danger that is fast approaching. When the Christians try to warn the world about what is happening, we are frequently not accepted or rejected. For the enemies who ignore the warnings, it's because they are clouded by their irrational hatred or their anger. Towards the Christian, and many a times, it's being influenced by the kingdom of darkness. 
there is another group of people where the Christian family tries to warn them, and these are the passerbys, or the people, the acquaintances, neighbors, friends, relatives that are passing by, their lives. But you notice that the Christian family tried their best to shout, to yell, to gesticulate, but somehow. Those that were passing by, they were not able to receive the message. They were not able to receive the warning, and they didn't understand what was happening. It is truly the case, often the case, unless you have the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, and you receive Him, then He's able to give you supernatural wisdom. That let you see the world, see things happening in a different way, at a higher level. That without receiving the Spirit of God, you will not be able to ascend that level of a higher understanding and receiving foresight and foreknowledge of warnings and of what is coming in the future. And the last significant. Thing I want to point out is the reaction of the youngest generation. In the vision, the youngest generation of today, they grew up in affluence, in comfortable circumstances in the world, and they have never experienced. We have never experienced calamities or wars or economic crises or difficulties. And when the spiritual tsunami comes and disrupts the world and bring chaos and brings inflations and bring retrenchment, this is all a shock to the youngest generation. And in the beginning, many of them is going to be terrified and petrified, so they are not able to withstand at all the shock, the stress. And the pressure, but look again at what happens when the Holy Spirit comes upon the youngest generation, whose strength has given out, and the Holy Spirit gives the breath of God's life. After the Holy Spirit encounter, the youngest generation wakes up and is different, totally changed. Supernaturally change from the timid, immature generation that they were before. They become truly worthy of their calling as they receive wisdom and strategies and blueprints and courage and urgency from God, and they know what they need to do. They spring into action. They are driven. By a sense of mission, and they are fearless. This is the Holy Spirit anointing falling. Those that would receive Him, they would be changed in this magnificent way. That is about all the things that I wanted to point out in the vision. Now I want to tell you this. In order to prepare you, but I don't want you to panic. 
but I believe that we are at the brink of something that is going to happen to change many things that we take for granted in the world. It may become apparent in the next few years, faster or slower, depending on where you are in, which country and which region, or which industry. But I wanted to tell you this because I want to prepare your heart for what is coming in the next few years, and I want you to take it to the Lord and ask Him whether it's true, and ask Him to tell you more, especially to ask Him how does God want you to prepare. I did not tell you this so that you will be fearful. Or you will panic, or you will rush into man-made solutions. But as you can see from the vision, the spiritual tsunami or the economic tsunami that is coming is going to affect all stratas of society, from the blue-collar workers to the professionals, and eventually even the management of large corporations. Those who have earthly resources, they cling on to trees, or they cling on to man-made structures, thinking that that would be strong enough to hold them in the upheaval. But if it is a spiritual tsunami, then your methods of preparation of dealing with it, your solutions, must then be spiritual. Therefore, the only ones. That can get through the situation and these changes happening in the world are the ones who cling on to Jesus, and whose faith and trust is in Jesus, irregardless of how the world may change around us. And those who understand that God in heaven has jurisdiction and authority over even physical things. That looks so scary or seems so overwhelming. My friends, I hope that you will be able to find your safe tower in God. That you will be able to find your secret place hidden in Him. So that you do not have to be like a tree or a rock. Tossed about by the waves and the wind, I wish that you will be able to find a place of belonging, a strong tower, a place of safety, which is imperishable. If this podcast has blessed you, I would like to invite you to write, to tell us about yourself. And to tell us what you're facing, if you have any questions, you could ask us as well. I feel that in the future months and days, you should not be alone, but you should find your tribe and find the people that God will put in place to support you. I hope that this episode has been interesting for you, and you learn something useful or helpful, at least one thing. 
Next week, we are going to go back to our spiritual warfare series because in the coming days, we might be facing some difficulties, and I want you to be equipped to be unencumbered, so that you can do well for yourself and for God. I bless you, and I want to let you know that God loves you a lot. And I want to reconfirm it to you that God has a plan for you. Don't give up on God, and as you get close to Him, He will start to reveal Himself more to you. I bless you in the name of Jesus. Take care and goodbye. Till we meet again and speak again the next time.